0: You're probably familiar with SQL Server agent jobs, but have you seen how you can create, maintain, and manage them using Notebook jobs in Azure Data Studio? Learn more in this episode of Data Exposed. Hi, I'm Anna Hoffman, and welcome to this episode of Data Exposed MVP Edition. Today, I'm joined by an MVP to um, thanks so much for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Thank you, Anna. I am a data platform MVP. I've been working with mostly Microsoft data platform data stack for almost 15 years. Uh, so I started my journey on premises, and in last four or five, uh, four or five years, uh, you know, moving into cloud. So currently in a hybrid state. Also, I do a lot of stuff uh, with the community. Uh, I'm engaged to user groups. Uh, SQL Saturdays and also due to pandemic is speaking in a lot of uh, groups all around the world, mostly remotely uh, and on the topics of data platform.
0: Awesome, cool. Well, thank you uh, for joining us today, and thanks for all that you do for our community. I know it's a super big part of, you know, kind of everything that happens in the Azure SQL and SQL Server world. So thank you for that. Um, today we're going to be talking about something pretty new to me called notebook jobs in Azure Data Studio. Um, so I wanted to ask, like, start by asking you a few questions. You know, people have been using uh, maybe SSMS or other ways of managing SQL Server Agent jobs for a long time. Uh, So why or what benefits do folks get with this new capability uh, notebook jobs?
1: Sure, yeah, I mean, I personally been primarily be using, you know, SQL agent for scheduling jobs for years. And recently with Azure SQL Database, we've been looking at other options, Uh, but the primary advantage when I saw that I can schedule a notebook is to save the output. To give you an example, you have a crisis, you get up at morning 2 o'clock, uh, you are triaging an issue, you make some changes, and you go on. So next day, sometimes you don't remember, right? It was early morning 2 o'clock, you just got a call. So if all of the team members have these notebooks shared with them, you know, pre-configured, they can run this pre and post and save that, right? And you can schedule that as a, as a job. Either it runs at a frequent interval or you can run it on demand. Uh, so if you have your configurations, you have to save it once a day, once a week, then you can go back and see those changes that what you change. So you can schedule a notebook, it will save your output. It will save all the outputs, you know, for as long as you want to keep it. So that's one of the main advantage I found. And if folks, uh, probably many people know, many people might not know, Tiger team actually is putting all their scripts in notebooks and sharing with the community for a similar purpose.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so notebooks are super useful. I definitely agree with that because of the saving of the outputs. Uh, But this other capability is the ability to kind of schedule them and kind of store the results in maybe different places. Um, Does this functionality come like built into Azure Data Studio?
1: So it does not come built in into Azure Data Studio. It doesn't come built in into SQL Server or Azure SQL Database. So I'll show you extension. In Azure Data studio that you first have to load is uh, still in preview. Uh, it's written by Microsoft. And once you have that extension enabled, then you get this capability.
0: Okay, gotcha. So not super difficult to get. You just have to no. go get an extension in Azure Data Studio. Awesome. cool. And does this work? You mentioned you know something about Azure SQL database. Does this work in Azure SQL database or Azure SQL manage instance?
1: So natively, I cannot create a job for Azure SQL Database, but I can do it for managed instance because Azure SQL Database doesn't have a SQL Server Agent. So today, if you want to run a notebook, uh, you can do with the invoke uh, Notebook com- uh, a SQL notebook. There's a PowerShell command, and uh, it's. All, I also have a, a example in the demo script that um, I shared. You can do it there, but you really cannot Schedule the way you can do it against on-premises uh, SQL Server.
0: Okay, got it. And if you wanted to do this scheduling capability with Azure SQL Database, since you know you don't have SQL Server Agent, that's really why you can't use this. Uh, there are other things like Elastic Jobs, Runbooks, Automation that that you could use. Okay, cool. Um, so I would love to kind of see this in action. I've never seen it before. Can do you have anything you can show us?
1: Yes, I can definitely. Let me share this. Okay, so this is a notebook. I wrote this in Azure Data Studio in SQL kernel. Um, as if you're familiar with notebook that, you know, you can write your notes. So I have some prerequisites uh, for this to work. And before I do any of this, I'm going to show the extension. So there's two way you can get this extension. Uh, one is. If I type here, agent, this is the extension that you have to enable, and then you get the functionality that I'll be talking about. There is also something called admin pack. If you have admin pack, admin pack actually comes with uh, four different extensions, and SQL Server Agent comes with it. So you do not need that to load separately if you already have it.
0: Nice. I actually didn't know there was an admin pack so that's kind of cool you get all those things in one extension.
1: Yeah, you get all this for so I'm going to you know close this. So once before we want to run this we need to decide uh, a database it can be existing one or you can create a new one. This will create two tables. One is the nb template and nb materialized and one will store the definition of the notebook. So the SQL server agent can pull that definition when it runs the job. Other one is gonna save your results from each run. So I'm just gonna create a empty database called notebook jobs here. Once I'm done with that, now I'm gonna create the notebook job and I'm not gonna read all these details. I also put a uh, link here so you can see all the, you know, features into the job in details, what does what, uh, just in case if you're interested and The jobs by default take the name of the notebook. So I'll just run a script to delete it in case if you already have a job with the same name, you will get an error message. And here I'm gonna go to the, you know, run a notebook job, set it up, and then we'll look at the output. So this is the connections for your server. So this is my default instance in the machine that I'm using. If you right click and you go to manage, you see something called SQL agent. And once you click this, let me get some real estate, turn this off. Now this is exactly, you are seeing what's in your uh, SQL Server agent, the jobs that you have already configured. So I do not have any jobs. I just have one that comes by default. Now, if I click on the notebook, here I can see if I have any jobs that created with the notebook. The one you saw actually was testing it before this, so I cleared it up again. Now we can say, create a new notebook job, notebook job. And here you point what notebook you want to run. And we'll see this notebook, what it's doing. So I'm saving my database configurations, right? And I can save this maybe once a week. So in case if something goes wrong, I can go back and see what was my previous setting. Or if you are you know making a major deployment, you probably want to save this before so you can compare it after that. And for my storage database, as I said, you can choose anyone, but in my case, I'm just going to choose notebook jobs. I'll run it against master database as I'm collecting all the configurations. As you see, the name was taken from the notebook name. Now, one thing I can pick a schedule here, whatever is schedules I have available, but I cannot create a new schedule. So if you need a new schedule, you should create it in your SQL Server agent using TSQL, PowerShell or from the GUI, and then you can pick it up here. And I'm not going to do one, so you can put a description here. And okay. So now we have it. If we have created a schedule or picked a schedule, it will run on that schedule. We could also run it manually from here. Cool, pretty easy
0: to set up, it looks
1: like. Yep, yeah. and once I'm done now, this is the beauty of this the output is saved in another notebook and i can open this here now you see my notebook that's why i didn't show it to you before this was my notebook simple it's just collecting a system configurations and now i have the output so i can save this before or after run this save it and i can email it to someone uh, if they you know if i need to share it with my team or to some other business partners or whatnot. I can do alerts, operators, proxies. The only thing I cannot do from here is the schedule. As I said, you have to you know create your, uh, cure or create your own uh, beforehand. And now if I refresh it, I'll see two jobs. These are each runtime. A longer green bar means you know it ran longer compared to the shorter ones. So, and if you do not put a path, the output by default gets saved. Where my notebook was. So, as you can see here, you know, uh, the, with the with the timestamp, you will get underscore output. That's another notebook, and there is another place it gets saved. I actually put it in my. Uh, if you go here, you can just grab that output and you can send it to someone. Uh, we'll quickly look at the metadata, what those two tables that I talked about. So, as you can see, the first one has the metadata in a JSON format. The notebook itself is a JSON file, nothing else. So, mm. it has all the details. This is our runtime, what time we last ran it, was it successful? Did it fail? And as we talked about before, invoke SQL command, uh, it has, a you know, you can run this with this PowerShell command and you can automatically open this in Azure Data Studio with the open editor file. Uh, I put three examples here, one is for default instance, one is for named instance, and one how you can run it against Azure SQL database by proper authentication. I also put some references here, if you want to read more details. And uh, there are still some issues, uh, you know, that I send it to the product team. And uh, once I get those uh, resolved, I'll probably update this uh, in my GitHub. Awesome. So cool. this,
0: this has been really useful. You know, I've learned a lot. I hadn't seen uh, these notebooks in action really before. I had seen the PowerShell command, but I haven't seen that uh, GUI that you showed that makes it really easy to kind of set these up, schedule them, um, analyze them. And what I love is that it's storing those notebooks as new files. So it was actually going to be one of my questions, like, "Well, I don't really want to like just keep overwriting this notebook. Like, that's not necessarily valuable. But now that you have a log, you can kind of compare, like you said." before a big change happens or after a big change happens, make sure you know things are still running, however it is that you want from the job. So that's really useful. Um, is there any like limitations or kind of gotchas people should be aware of as they get started with this?
1: Yeah, one limitations uh, people have right now is with the named instance, as the product team is aware of it, you cannot uh, schedule this uh, to a named instance uh, from the GUI. That's why I put an example with the Invoke uh, uh, SQL runbook that uh, you can uh, run it you know manually for now or of course you can schedule it with windows scheduler or if, you have if you have other scheduler and uh, you can take it out there actually instead of you know creating a notebook or you can also take it you know uh, write it to a, a database table right your output using your notebook with a date oh. time stamp, so you can that way you know we are database people, it's easy to compare, right? So what changed and what didn't change, and with invoke uh, uh, command, you can actually put date and time stamp to your output file also. Uh, I was not able to do that from the you know from the GUI. So here, if I'm you know running it many many times, I can have data at this date time stamp happen to my file name. That would probably easier to sort and all that.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, this has been really useful. I think uh, always something to keep in mind with Azure Data Studio is that the team is investing so quickly and innovating so quickly that by the time you watch this video, you know some of these limitations we're talking about might not even be there anymore. So uh, definitely go check it out. to uh, so you have some great resources in that notebook. Uh, we're going to put a link to that GitHub page uh, in the description. So definitely go check that out. I'm gonna go take a look because it looks like you've got some helpful comments and resources in there. Um, I just wanna thank you so much for, for coming on the show. This was great, I learned a lot and I think um, our viewers did as well. For our viewers, if you like this video, go ahead, give it a like, leave us a comment and let us know what you're gonna do with notebook jobs. And we hope to see you next time on Data Exposed.